Oh, Steve and Larson! Don't you dare be sour. Clap for yourselves and feel the power. Yes. And all you people out there, you're watching Going In Raw with Steve Larson. <laughs> Hey, friend L. Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. I want to give a big shout out to the Enforcer for hanging out with us uh, during our Survivor Series live reactions. And of course, all the friendos for hanging out with us as well. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I mm-hmm. thought Survivor Series was a lot of fun as well. Like, you know, there wasn't really much on the line uh, beyond the typical Survivor Series bragging rights kind of thing. They sort of suspend storylines for the most part. Uh, uh, but I thought that the I thought the storylines going into this year were strong enough in terms of the Survivor Series build to make this a pretty fun pay-per-view, and, and it paid off. Yeah, it, it, it did totally. And they kind of uh, dropped the brand versus brand you know, making this all about who's the better brand so much. It was it was more so about kind of the, the interpersonal dynamics of the individual teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that, uh, especially given that, uh, like, all five members of the Raw team weren't on Raw prior to August of this year. Um, and uh, four of the five weren't uh, members of, of Raw until after the draft. Mm-hmm. So it really wouldn't make much, much sense for them to say, oh, we're here to fight for Raw when they've only been on the Raw for a matter of weeks. Um so I like that approach. It, it it all worked out pretty well. There's uh, about three really awesome matches. Um, the only kind of uh, underwhelming outcome wasn't like the women's Survivor Series match was good. Just how they handled Lana being sole survivor wasn't as impactful as I thought could have or should have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, but New Day versus Street Profits, awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Asuka versus Sasha, awesome. Main event, Drew versus Roman. Awesome. A really great match, yeah. Um, so in terms of the quality of wrestling, not a whole lot of complaints. Yeah, I like also that, you know, I thought that Roman and Drew, especially that match, had, uh, uh, they could have really super overbooked that finish, and it was overbooked. I mean, you had a ref bump, you had uh, a low blow, you had an interference super kick, uh, but it wasn't like loaded up with The Fiend with Miz trying to cash in, with Randy Orton. There was a lot of potential there for things to go really south, and they kept it pretty simple. They made it pretty believable for Drew to, to lose in the fashion that he did. Um, and and they also helped propel a sort of a story within a story with Jey Uso uh, being swept in the team SmackDown, as part of Team SmackDown uh, Survivor Series. Uh, we'll get to Lana in a bit because I totally, you know, you and I are both on the same page with mm-hmm. that one. First of all, though, I got to say, congratulations you are, uh, you, we, we're, we're, this is, we're hot potatoing this title now. I it think it seems the, like it's the attitude error right now. And, is uh, the phrase going in raw. exactly. So this is going to be coming back to you. Do you have the final tally for the going in raw cup? Is this coming home too? No, that's staying with you. Um, because Sasha won, uh, mm. you get to keep it. Nice. I, I, at one All point right. during the show though, we were tied. I 
climbed back a lot. I was down yeah. pretty huge. You're down big uh, after the last pay per view, but uh, uh, I, I, I crawled back to to get it close. So, so people who don't yeah. know, really quick, the draft that we did around the time of the WWE draft, uh, uh, we uh, we were every pay per view we're counting the points on our picks there, and whoever has the most points at any given time will be the holder of the Going in Raw Cup. Correct. There's no actual cup on this though. Yet. No, that's got to change though. You're yeah, supposed to glue a that. cup to the bottom of it. I don't have a cup. I need a cup. Anyways. Gotta get a cup, man. So, uh, so yeah, let's cup. just let's just hop right into it. Uh, uh, let's see here. Start off. Oh, we had a kickoff show, and they announced uh, they had announced the dual brand battle royal. Correct. Um, and I mean, look, there were there were only six matches on the main card, mm-hmm. and so this thing usually a kickoff show battle royal is loaded with B players. This had Rey Mysterio, uh, The Miz, Mr. Money in the Bank himself was in this. Yes. Uh, uh, you had all sorts of, you know, Dom, who's half of, pretty half big of deal these business. days. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah, Hurt Business, yeah, a couple Jeff of Hurt Hardy, Business guys. Uh, Nakamura was in Elias there. Elias was Rude, in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. A lot of major names. Ricochet was in there. It was fun. Um, uh, Enforcer brought this up during the stream, is that uh, fairly often, though, these days, these battle royals, uh, usually end. I mean, I think that's how Lana. Uh, didn't she get her spot on the Survivor Series team? By mm-hmm. no, she got number one. Number one uh, mm-hmm. championship match against Oscar winning yeah. the Battle Royal in this fashion, where she was out of the match for a stretch, got back in to eliminate someone at the end if they already thought they had won. It is same a thing. Kind of standard trope. Yeah, it really is for Battle Royals where Dom thinks he's won, um, and then Miz comes back in, tosses him over the top. Uh, there's some good. There was some good stuff. There's really great, like twenty seconds between Cedric Alexander, Ricochet, uh, Cedric. Uh, sorry, Ricochet eliminates Cedric with a half and half suplex on the apron, mm-hmm. and then as soon as Ricochet gets up from that, Shelton Benjamin knees the heck out of him. He goes tumbling off the apron. Yeah, that was a and cool then Apollo Cruz dumps Shelton out of the ring. There was a really cool sequence between uh, Chad Gable and uh, Dominic Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Man, if there was any doubt, if 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 there is any thought that these wrestlers are carrying Dominic Mysterio to like really cool matches and really cool sequences, I'm still I am still not anywhere close to invested in him as a character. I could care less. But that being said, it is incredibly impressive for this guy to be matching moves with with guys like Gable. Obviously, we've seen him plenty with Seth Rollins with Buddy mm-hmm. Murphy. Um, this kid is, dude. Talk about. Talk about, you know, uh, uh, not falling far from the tree or whatever it is. Apple. Apple doesn't the fall apple. far from the he tree. He is the apple in that particular metaphor. Um, yeah, uh, I, I'm really impressed. This kickoff show, especially that sequence, I was like, holy crap, Dom is solid, man. Yeah, he is. He is. Solid. He is. Uh, first uh, competitor eliminated with John Morrison by Yeah, Dominic. what is the deal with that? You have a potential main eventer on your hands. I don't know, man. I mean, they, they, I you know. could say that for a lot of people, I guess. Yes, that's true. That's a lot of people in WWE. Uh, it was uh, Dolph was rocking the uh, SmackDown hat. Love it. Turned backwards for a good chunk of the match. That's always great. Uh, but no, it was, it was a fun enough battle royal. There was that 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 bit between Dom and Gable was really good. Miz is your winner. Uh, that was his highlight for the night. We would not see him again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, given they had the Undertaker thing close the show, it's not that surprising. They they probably didn't want that moment. Miz cashing in. Maybe that's one of the things they're waiting for fans to be around to happen. You know? 
Dude, if they didn't wait for fans to have to have to send the Undertaker on his way, we didn't. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to use that for the thumbnail and the title. The Undertaker has his final farewell. We didn't really talk about that at the head of the show because there wasn't a whole lot of talk about it. He just said goodbye. Uh, so we'll get yeah. to that at the end when it happened in the show. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that was sort of like, I guess, the big. That was very brief. <laughs> well, was it though? It was The actual meat of it meat was very of it. brief. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they took their time getting to the meat of it, but the actual oh, meat yeah. of it was really brief. For sure, yeah. Like Undertaker said all three sentences or so. Mm-hmm. So it kicked off with the men's Team Raw versus Team SmackDown match. Um, as I had been proclaiming from the beginning of this uh, and then changed my prediction at the very last minute because I still think, in a, in, in a much lesser way than the women's match, I still think that the outcome of this could have been a little bit better with slightly the same result if AJ Styles would have been the lone person eliminated. And that as, brought Team Raw together. Yeah. As the martyr for them, it for it to click, hey, this guy sacrificed himself for us, and then they come together as a team, and he can still celebrate with them because mm-hmm. of, of his sacrifice. I thought that would have been a much cooler story, but uh, the story here was, uh, you know, not without a few speed bumps, Team Raw really got their act together. They they formed a real unit and swept Team SmackDown. Yeah, I mean, you kind of saw this coming a mile away, something like this, because uh, the the story of Team Raw coming together was a huge part of Raw, whereas uh, they really do anything to Nothing. motivate, develop any sort of story amongst Team SmackDown. Um, they tried a little bit tonight in the kickoff show. There was a bit with Kevin Owens and, and Baron Corbin that was pretty entertaining that Billy Kay was involved in too. Um, but that was that's kind of been the extent of developing any sort of chemistry or, or, or work on any of the interpersonal relationships on Team SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Just didn't really. I mean, the, the, the focal point, there's two kind of major story beats for this Team SmackDown bit early on. So Seth, once he comes to the ring, he just stands on the apron both his hands on the top rope, almost like in a trance-type state. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, d- during a stretch early in the match, Matt Riddle's in the ring. So you're damn sure that Seth Rollins is getting in the ring to, right. to wrestle Matt Riddle whatsoever. Right. So yeah. Matt Riddle tags in Sheamus, and Seth's like, Kevin Owens, come here, tag me in. So he gets tagged in, and then he walks up to Sheamus. Or sorry, he, 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 he takes a few paces, turns to his team and says, it's for the greater good. <laughs> yeah. And then he gets on his knees and tell Sheamus to do his part. Mm-hmm. Sheamus destroys him with a bro kick, pins Seth, Seth is eliminated. Yeah, yeah. And then from that point on, the match is pretty much from a SmackDown perspective, all about Jey Uso, pretty much. Yeah, and was it was it the very next bit? So Team SmackDown goes down to huddle and to yeah. start talking strategy. Team Raw sees their opportunity, and Braun Strowman yells, we need to get together on the same page and do this. And so he tags himself in, gets off the apron and does his big train thing going around the corner the shoulder and tackle, yeah. lays out everybody on Team SmackDown. It was a pretty cool moment. I, I actually like this match quite a bit. I thought it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. Uh, you said you – did you highlight the uh, the eliminations? So, yeah. So, yeah, like you mentioned, Seth was eliminated by Sheamus after the, uh, the big uh, train bit with Braun. Uh, the shoulder tackle thing. Uh, we had a big man versus big man face off with Otis and Keith Lee. They were facing off in sort of a test of strength. Uh, Keith Lee tagged in Braun. He sort of isolates Otis. AJ's tagged in. Owens goes on a run, hitting stunners and everybody on Team Raw. Cool. But cool. AJ, who had been sort of thrown out, 
before all those stunners, comes back in with a phenomenal forearm. AJ Styles eliminates Kevin Owens. Uh, AJ gets a tag into Matt Riddle. He hits a floating bro on Corbin because he was in next. Uh, so Riddle eliminates uh, Baron Corbin. Uh, Sheamus brogue kicks Jay. Otis gets in a hot tag. He starts taking apart Team Raw. Braun tags himself in against Otis. Otis is able to get the upper hand, hits the caterpillar, goes up top. Riddle distracts. Braun is able to hit his power slam. He eliminates Otis. Uh, Jay comes in. He's the last guy. He starts going off on Team Raw. Super kicks for everybody. He super kicks AJ. Uh, and then, but before he's able to get up to the top to do his splash, uh, Jordan, they're calling him uh, Oso now. Oso? I, I don't remember. I think it's OSO. Oma. Is it Oso? I don't know, whatever. I, don't I call remember. him Jordan. Anyway, he's that's Jordan. his name. Uh, yeah. Jordan drags AJ out of the way. AJ goes for a phenomenal forearm, eats a super kick instead. Uh, Jay goes up, but he doesn't realize that Keith Lee had tagged in. Lee catches him from the splash and gives him a devastating spirit bomb. Keith Lee eliminates Jay Uso. Team Raw sweeps. Wildly fun match. It was fun. It was fun. Next match, tons of fun, too. Yeah. Tag champs versus tag champs. New Day versus Street Profits. So uh, New Day with Big E. Walk out to the ring in full Gears of War gear. Of course, oh, they're all in Gears beautiful. 5. And it was amazing. The trailer footage looks... I'm not a huge Gears of War guy. Nor am I. But, you know, this is worth considering given how great it really does look. Like, all the being able to play as those guys looks really oh, fun. Oh, man. It really is cool. Uh, Street Profits have a promo uh, in gorilla position. Uh, Ford puts over the Taker's anniversary tonight. Same with Dawkins. Uh, they kind of go through, uh, mention something about you know all of uh, Undertaker's uh, most famous rivals. They basically sing all of Shawn Michaels' theme. Oh, uh, um, one thing. Uh, sorry, bangers here in chat mentioned Keith Lee got new music. He debuted the he the, the, the song he was working on, he and uh, it's infinitely better. I didn't really get a, even a good listen to it, but it's better. It's not generic. It's got him. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's doing the vocals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not. Awesome. It's, it's it's it's. Sorry. No, I'm thinking about uh, how to compare it to his NXT theme. Maybe beyond just him doing the vocals, it's uh, the it's a slower pace song. It's not mm-hmm. as you know, like the BPMs are a little bit is a little bit lower. Anyway, so Street Profits have a promo. They want the smoke. They go out to the ring. Um, there's this great bit back and forth between Montez and Kofi that ends in Kofi hitting an Enziguri. Uh You compare this match. I know this is the match you compare it to is one probably not a lot of people have seen, but when Leo Rush took on Ricochet and and Purus and Gorilla. Yes, uh, yeah, because it was like the old veterans, you know, because they were showboating on the new day were showboating. Uh, they're kind of working heel. They were they were working this match kind of heel. Yeah, not like you know they weren't cheating, but they were definitely uh, a bit arrogant. Hubris, hubris, thank hubris. you. Hubris. And that's like Ricochet. He was the veteran of PWG at the time. I think it was Leo Rush's first match. And the story they told was pretty much, you know, here's this young up and comer, and Ricochet is like, well, you're not making your name on, on, on at my expense, mm-hmm, right? Um, and that's kind of what the story was here is New Day is like, yeah, you're Street Profits, you're good, but you're not going to you're not going to get to that level mm-hmm. at our expense. Right. Um, and so there is a, a great bit towards the end of the match where Kofi's going for a Trouble in Paradise on Ford. Ford ducks it and pretty much hits a Trouble in Paradise of his own. That was great. Um, uh, Street Profits one point try to hit up, up, down, down. Woods escapes that. New Day hit Midnight Hour. Ford kicks out. And I like this bit. Commentary was saying that the move, because usually Big E does the big ending mm, while yeah. Kofi drops the DDT or Woods. This time it was Woods with the big ending, and commentary was saying, well, the move just isn't as strong without Big E mm-hmm. providing 
you know, his muscle for that particular aspect of it. Uh, so down the stretch, Kofi hits the SOS. Dawkins breaks that up. Wood sends Dawkins out of the ring with missile drop kick. Kofi goes up top. Uh, what did I hit? Oh, hits forward with a. Uh, what did I write my notes here? Anyways, Woods hits a press slam, gut buster on Ford, gets uh, gets a two. Uh, then Woods puts Montez on the top rope, looking for a superplex. Ford pushes him off. Dawkins tags in. Street Profits hits the Doomsday uh, blockbuster to get the win. And afterwards, handshakes, hugs between the teams. Yep. Yep. Yeah, good stuff. Awesome match. Yeah, awesome match. Really, really great match. Uh, after that, we had mid-card champion versus mid-card champion, the champion of all the continents versus the champion of the United States. We had Sami Zayn versus Bobby Lashley. Um, uh, lasted longer than we kind of thought. That was the, um, literally the first thing I wrote in my notes. This goes longer uh, than I figured it would, yeah. Yeah, but hardly competitive. I mean, Sami got some stuff in. Um, you know, he was, he was stalling, running away. Being opportunistic, mm-hmm. um, but you know, when whenever Lashley got his hands on Sam Zayn, he was tossing him around the ring pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. He ended up winning with the uh, the hurt lock after Sami Zayn tried to get him DQ'd, claiming to the ref that MVP had tripped him on the outside, but the ref wasn't having it. Sammy goes in there and ends up tapping out to the hurt lock. But yeah, it was yep. basically Sammy just bickering with the hurt business the entire time. Mm-hmm. It was still relatively entertaining. I'm glad it didn't go 30 seconds. It went like probably seven. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, the, Sammy's approach to this match has been consistent with you know this version of his character. Yeah, right. Yeah, which he's he's highly opportunistic, very crafty. Um, yes, crafty. That's a good word. For and they don't. I mean, they didn't chump him out like he, he did. He got offense in, and yeah. what the offense he got in was effective. It's just you know it's Bobby Lashley, and he's got to a degree, but him. it's still yeah. Bob Lashley, exactly. exactly. Yeah, so. yeah. So after that, we have a bit between uh, uh, we have Jay Uso and Jimmy Uso backstage. They're talking out in front of Roman's locker room. Heyman and Roman exit, and uh, Roman's like, "I don't want excuses. You lost." And Jimmy says, "It was five on one." Uh, Jimmy's like, "This is out of here. You have to deal with this." And Roman goes, "No, you stay. You can leave." Yeah. To Jimmy, Jay, you stay here. And Roman says, "You lost because you can't control your team. They don't respect you." If they don't respect you, they don't respect me or our family. <laughs> yeah. If you can't make them respect me, you don't get a spot at the table. Now get out of here. I don't want to see you. In no time for losers. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. No, what no. he said. After that, we had Oscar versus Sasha Banks. 
another just an absolutely terrific match. Again, uh, there is all sorts of opportunity, be it Bailey or more likely Carmella, for there to be some interference, a wonk finish. Mm-hmm. No, they gave Sasha Banks the clean victory here. With uh, towards the end, they started doing a bunch of rolling pin attempts, and Sasha oh, just ends up getting the last one. But man, this match was so—you could tell these two just love working with each other. Sasha Banks is at a, a whole new level these days, man. I know, I know. Her and Oscar could wrestle every day, all day. Yeah, and I'd, I'd enjoy it because yeah, totally. the speed with the speed, the precision, the crispness with everything they do, all the moves, all the counters. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Too often so in wrestling. Good. Too often in wrestling. Uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like the the WWE style of doing things sometimes lends itself to a more deliberate pace. You know, uh, there are two instances: this match here and Bianca Belair taking it to Nia Jax. Oh man, such a sense of urgency in both mm-hmm. this match and that sequence, and I love to see it because whenever you have that sense of urgency, it it just heightens the drama. It sucks you in. Yeah, uh, it, it really good stuff. Yeah, that sequence with Bianca later on where she was using her insane athleticism to evade and and, and get the upper hand against uh, Shayna and Nia was awesome. It was, you know, because, well, well, we'll get to it when we get to that match. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, this match was fantastic. Uh, as you said, no interference um, and just a bunch of roll-ups at the, on the end or at the end there was, was, it was like the beginning of it was really good technical stuff. Mm-hmm. Like Asuka's, I mean, they both have submission finishers, but... You know, uh, Asuka especially is noted to to be like a really good tech, technical wrestler, and Sasha was matching her move for move, counter for counter. Um, just really, just really good stuff. Asuka started targeting the ankle, started getting mm-hmm. her ankle submissions. And uh, well, did did Sasha did Sasha hit any? Do you recall? Did she hit any meteoras in this? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. she did. Okay, I didn't I didn't notice. I was wondering if that was like one story because she goes to those a lot these days. She hit one in the corner, and then there was another one off the barricade. Remember when Oscar tries to suplex her? Oh, like over the barricade. Yeah, and Sasha yeah, kind of yeah. lands on her feet and hits a meteor off that. Okay, and yeah, 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 yeah. Later on. Um. So, anyways, yeah, like I said, uh, and again, it was the kind of thing where they're sort of checking off. Things that Sasha hasn't done, they're they're getting they're they're sort of you know taking care of that. So yeah, last time Asuka beat Sasha, this time Sasha's able to sort of surprise Asuka with a win. Mm-hmm. 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 Really good match after that. Uh, so in the pre-show, uh, you know the the same day the Undertaker debuted at Survivor Series, I believe mm-hmm. there was another famous debut that he was worried that he was going to be inside that egg. He thought it was going to be in the egg, but it was the gobbledygooker. Yeah, so earlier, uh, that damn turkey won the 24-7 title. Now we see him walking backstage. There's a huge pile of bird seed. Of course, as a turkey, he wants bird seed. Tazawa emerges from a, a road case, rolls him up for the win, and then uh, R-Truth emerges, clobbers Tazawa with, with a bag of bird seed to get the win, to reclaim the 24-7 yes. championship. Yes. After that, we had the Women's Survivor Series match. Um, so we can talk about this now because so Lana ended up winning. She had one short sequence in the match. Everybody Mostly was with Natty, which is cool. They, they addressed that story with her and Natty because that was just kind of dropped. Yeah, it was. So she had one cool sequence. Uh, I forget, probably Nia or Shayna tagged herself in, and they made Lana or they, they basically bullied her into tagging out. They made Lana stand on the ring steps and just stay there. So she didn't have yeah. an opportunity to tag back in. 
No. The match ended with uh, Bianca and Nia getting the double countout. So it, it went like this. Peyton Royce had a really brief but really good showing here. Yeah. She ended up eliminating Bailey after a superplex from the top to the floor on top of all the other competitors. It was like a snap mm-hmm. superplex, too. Yeah, it was so great. It looked pretty brutal. She rolls Bailey back in, hits her amazing finish. I forget what she's calling it. Uh, and then and then it was the, is it the deja vu? Is that what she calls deja it? Deja vu. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So she hits that and eliminates Bailey. After that, uh, Natalia eliminates uh, Peyton Royce with a sharpshooter. Lacey Evans eliminates uh, uh, Natty with the women's right. A pretty cool moment. It was a great top rope Spanish fly from uh, Lacey Evans. Unexpected. Completely unexpected. Completely unexpected to Bianca Belair. Uh, Shayna eliminates uh, Ruby by basically choking her out to death. Uh, Liv uh, uh, eliminates Lacey Evans. And then you're left with Bianca Belair and uh, Nia, Shayna, and Lana. So Lana is just, again, standing there, can't do anything. Um, Shayna ends up, an amazing sequence from Bianca Belair, looked like a million bucks, really great stuff. But Shayna was able to get in uh, the clutch. And Bianca, you noted this, that they had did some, that had they had done a similar of, spot similar in NXT. Sequence yeah, yeah, in where, NXT. where Shayna puts the, the clutch, put the clutch on Bianca and she powered up. I think in NXT, though, she eventually faded mm-hmm. here. Well, imagine that referencing a story beat in NXT. Um, right. Here, Bianca gets up and, and stumbles to the ropes, but in the process, it seems like she taps out. Or not taps out, sorry, passes out. Mm-hmm. So the ref's counting five. Shayna's not letting go. Yeah, the ref you know, gets to five. Bianca has her hand on the rope. Uh, uh, he DQs Shayna, and Shayna's like, well, she she passed out. Yeah. Like, call the match. She passed out. Mm-hmm. No, you're out of here. So while all that's happening, Nia, she goes and clears the announce table off, sets up for a Samoa drop. Bianca escapes that, pushes Nia into the ring steps, and then they they brawl for a little bit ringside, and then Bianca backdrops her over the barricade. She turns to try to get back in the ring right as the ref counts 10. Yeah. And uh, so, so Lionheart here in chat says, I didn't like Nia no-selling the stair spot. We've yeah, no- she got right back up. We've noticed that she kind of... I will almost guarantee you, I will guarantee you that's direction from somebody in the back. I will mm-hmm. almost guarantee you because I think that it's, I actually really think it's effective. When Bianca was chipping away at her, like during the entire time, like you had the riot squad, they they basically did a two-on-one situation with Nia yeah, yeah, Jax. Yeah. yeah, that was really good with their tagging in and out and getting moves off. It was really, yeah. really good stuff. It was smooth, yeah. And it's just more believable when Naya is no-selling these spots and she doesn't no-sell them she just sort of recovers really quickly no that's that ring step spot she she got right back up she, she okay no-sold it. fine that, like your standard move and stuff like there's that one bit where ruby Riot was going for a fun splash and and she just bounced right off Naya. Mm-hmm. It makes perfect sense yeah someone hits you know your 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 run-of-the-mill move on on Naya. she no-sells makes sense mm-hmm. but you get pushed into the ring steps at least take a beat to kind of try to shake it off before getting up. She was just right back up. It wouldn't shock me if she's been given direction to do that. Wouldn't shock oh, I'm, me. Oh, I'm, I'm guarantee you, yeah, that she's getting direction to 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 you know be to to no sell to a degree. But at the same time, you're burying the ring steps finish by not selling for a beat at least. <laughs> so you gotta you gotta look out protect those ring steps. Fair enough. Uh, so, anyways, Bianca and Nia go at it on the outside, and they end up getting. The double count out elimination. Lana's the Lana last wind person standing on the ring steps. Man, this was such a lost opportunity 
This was such a loss, a missed opportunity. She should have been the sole survivor, but she was more or less beyond the bit with Natty, a completely passive participant in this match. Yeah. And that's not how you get the babyface heat for Lana. She needed to have, you know, I mean, she she's lost before plenty of times. Mm-hmm. One last final elimination on an opponent that she has to sh- she has to show some resiliency. Go ahead. This what is you how got? you do what it. Yeah, I mean, this might, even might be a little meh, but at least she gets a pin. So if you if you reverse, uh, so do this. I'll suggest this. So you do the bit with Nia and Bianca, their ringside, the 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 ring steps. Bianca backdrops her um, out over the barricade. She gets back in the ring to beat the ten count. Then you get Shayna in, and then you do the same spot with Shayna with the choke. Mm-hmm. Shayna gets DQ'd while Bianca's like passed out there, mm-hmm. and the Evelyn would be like, "Oh, I can do this." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she runs in there. Um, maybe she even covers Bianca. Uh, Bianca kicks out, so Lana has to get a couple moves off. But, but mm-hmm. you know, it's like essentially Bianca is very bit. She's passed out. Yeah, right. Yeah, and she has just enough to kick out of something. You know, kick out of of, of the the cover, mm-hmm. and then Lana can hit a move and then get the win that way. Because I don't I don't think that would damage Bianca Belair's standing whatsoever. Didn't Lana have like a? Did she have like a Bronco Buster or something? What was her finish? Not a Bronco Buster. I, uh, uh, I, mean, I think she was using the X Factor. She was using the X Factor. I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I was like, wait, Carmella does that. But yeah, it wasn't Or even she goes the in there and like gets, gets Bianca up and gets the X Factor and gets the right. win that way. Yeah. You know. If she's going to win the match, let her win the match. I really know? thought I really thought it, they could have done something where she earns the respect of the others. Like mm-hmm. that's honestly, if especially if you were in front of fans. And Lana goes on a run that nobody thought she had this in her. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, you'd want to build it that way, too, where we all see that she has something that, mm-hmm. you know, she she never taps out or she never gets pinned or whatever. Like, she has a resiliency. She has something. Everybody who's in the WWE should have something to offer. Otherwise, yeah. why are they there? Yeah, I know. Um, in storyline or in universe or whatever. Uh, you know, that's honestly, that's the story they should have told. But I mean, even what I we're know. talking about here would have been a better situation because you're I an know. active participant. You have to do something. You actually, you actually get the winning pinfall for your team as opposed to just standing on the ring steps the entire time. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. it's a really underwhelming way for Lana to be the sole survivor because it could have really been a cool moment. Yeah, it could have been. You know, maybe they kind of they kind of paid themselves in the corner. People like, okay, we have this great kind of sequence here with with Shayna and Nia, Bianca. Well, we don't want Bianca to take a pin, you know, which I understand, but there's a way to do that. You have Bianca, you know, have to square off with Shayna and Nia for three, five minutes. And it's really good back and forth stuff. So, yeah. you know, when, when Lana finally gets in there to, to, to pin Bianca, it's like Bianca has been beat up for yeah, a right. while, you know? Yeah. You know, a lot of people are mentioning TLC's coming up. I mean, mm-hmm. perfect opportunity given that she's gone through nine tables. Um, yeah. for them to do a tables match with uh, with Nia Jax, and uh, mm-hmm. they'll probably give Nia the win. But anyways, uh, after that, we had our uh, main they'll, event they'll match. Have, they'll have, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? They'll have a ref bump. They'll have a ref bump. Lana puts Nia through a table so the ref doesn't see it, Yeah, and then Nia would end up winning. Exactly. Probably. Uh, so we had Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Man, this was awesome. And this was just, this, this really did, for the short amount of, for the very, very short amount of build they've had, it was very effective. You do have two guys who are at the top of their game right now yeah. and the top of their, you know, respective brands. Um, 
And this really did have a big fight feel to it. Oh, yeah. Oh, it yeah. was it was really, really good stuff. This, uh, I don't know, this is, this is easily one of Roman's five best matches of his career. I thought at least. Yeah, it's it's definitely, I'd have to think back on it, but it was definitely one of the top that I've been, all of his matches lately, I have been really invested in. Uh, yeah. Roman, Roman, I tune in for Roman these days. They have, yeah. he has cracked this thing. It was simultaneously a ballsy move and an obvious one to, to turn mm-hmm. him in this way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that they're doing it and it just, it works so good. It really does. I mean, from the, from the, the storytelling perspective, it was awesome from the actual, uh, wrestling perspective. It was awesome. Like there wasn't, I feel like there was a false note yeah. in the entire match, you know, yeah. where, where, you know, Roman is coming in this like, Oh, you're number two. You're the obvious number two. I'm number one guy. And not that he necessarily overlooked Drew, but he feels like I should take this guy to a problem. Well, you got a, you got a major problem on your hand, Roman. Mm-hmm. And then Drew giving giving Roman everything he he's got, hitting the claymore, ref bump ensues, um, and then uh, hijinks thereafter. But man, just hard hitting stuff. A lot of great counters. I feel like like a lot of matches tonight, they were just working a little extra stiff. Yeah, like the men's Survivor Series match, I felt like that was a there was some stiff stuff some stiff work going on there yeah i mean dude they've got a spot where drew's supposed to go through a table and it doesn't break the first time so roman just lifts him back up and he puts him back through and then we get a spear through the barricade man oh uh, it was yeah it was and really roman puts stuff. drew back in the ring and drew kick, kicks out there's one thing i like about this match where it's a, it's a subtle thing i mentioned it during the stream yeah very often save for like finishers and maybe some signatures drew will usually kick out at one mm-hmm he does it a lot. Mm-hmm. Very rarely on your 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 kind of rank and file cover does Drew wait till two to kick out. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, and I could be wrong, but I don't remember Drew ever kicking out at one of this match. It's a really subtle thing for us as audience to see, okay, Roman is on a different level than basically anybody else that Drew has been mm-hmm. in the ring with. Like I yeah. think he even kicked out to F five at one, you know? Yeah, at yeah. Mania. Yeah. yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, that's a really good point because Especially everything he's gone through, you understand. But man, Drew was selling as a character, you know, not just, hey, he's taking big bumps, but like you see his face halfway through this and he's wrecked. You know, yeah. he is absolutely yeah. wrecked. Yeah. Um Yeah, this was uh this was really, really good stuff. And and Roman was doing a great job of of you know, this is like the first time like Jay Uso put up a fight, but us as viewers are like, Oh, Jay Uso's not winning and, and I think most people probably assume that Drew McIntyre wasn't winning this one but Roman had you believing oh man I have a real fight on my hands mm-hmm. you know um, but it was, gosh it was so good so good yeah so, how about uh, that the people are noting this and I have it in my notes here uh, Drew countering the spear with the roll through and getting Roman in a wrist lock that, that was, was rad. That was, I mean, so much of the, these are two big dudes and they're, 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 they were so smooth like it's, it's, it's both physical like brutal, but also very smooth. A lot of the stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, there was also you know Drew going for the claymore and Roman hitting him with a spear instead, mm-hmm. or was mm-hmm. it a Superman punch. Yeah, I think it was a spear. Yeah, second. Yeah, second spear. spear. Drew kicked out yeah, of that. He kicked out of that. Too. And then we had our finish, which was uh, so Roman got the choke out on Drew after. So we had a ref bump, claymore. Well, yeah, go back. Yeah, go back. Yeah, you had, you had Roman set up for a spear. Drew countered with the claymore. Uh, when Roman gets hit, he falls into the ref. Ref tumbles out of the ring. Mm-hmm. So Jay runs out. He gets on the apron. Drew clocks him. He turns around. Low blow from Roman. 
Jay gets in the ring, super kicks Drew. Roman hits a Superman punch, locks in a guillotine, and Drew starts to fade, then starts to power up, and then starts to fade. Uh, another ref comes in, Drew passes out, Roman wins. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so damn uh, good. Monday will be uh, pretty interesting to see how Drew takes that. So after that, we had the dead man. Well, there's a, there was a nice moment at the top of the ramp. So Jay oh, was, yeah. is was was kind of sitting at the top of the ramp for the finish of the match. And then Roman gets his belt and leaves, and so he walks up there, and uh, Jay sits up or stands up, and Roman just kind of nods his head at him and gives him a hug. Yeah, he's got a seat at the table again for got today. Table for again. tonight, anyways. Yeah. yeah. Got to make sure he does his laundry right so he keeps that uh, seat at yeah. the table. God forbid he 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 mixes the laundry when he's supposed to wash it. <laughs> oh you know? no! Oh no! Get the you get the 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 hots in there Jay. with the with the the red shirt. And you get Jay. a pink sock. Why is my why is my whites? Why are they pink? <laughs> what is this red shirt in here? Anyways, we had the final farewell of Dead Man. So uh, a bunch of legends come out first. We had so much of this. So much, this was all pretty pointless, wasn't it? Let's see if I re- <laughs> let's see if I remember everybody because I didn't write right, that did, down. Okay, yeah, I wrote it all down. So I have ahead. the smallest number of notes here. Both Godwins, Savio Vega. You're not Go- gonna do it in order? No, I'm not gonna do it in order. Right, so Godwin, Savio Vega. And yeah, who's after that? Uh, uh, the Godfather. Yeah, that's the Bone Street Crew. Okay. Yeah. So you had HBK. Yeah. You had Kevin Nash. Yeah. You had in full costume Kane. Yeah. You had Rikishi. Yeah. Uh, you had uh, how many? Oh, Shane McMahon. Yes. How many am I missing? Triple H. Four. You're missing four. Five. Five. I'm missing five. Okay. Wait. Yeah. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Uh. Uh. Oh, mankind. Yeah. Or Mick Foley, whatever. Um, uh, uh, screw it. Just tell me. Booker T. Oh, JBL. That's right. Booker T. JBL, right. Jeff Hardy, yeah. and Will. Oh. Yep. But here's the thing. And they Rick all Flair, came out. Rick Flair, yeah. Oh, and Ric Flair. So they all came out. You cut to Undertaker video package. They're all gone. They're all gone. They're gone. Yeah. They didn't say a word. Nothing. Vince, They're all gone. Vince absorbed them all. Yeah, he is raw gate mutant. Because he was there, I don't. He didn't have an entrance. He was just there. No, he's just there. He yeah. absorbed them all. He absorbed them all. So, so he says. Uh, uh, he yeah, basically he, says, "Some things live forever." He says tonight marks the end of an era, m- yeah. marking the end of the career. Tonight we say goodbye. They say nothing lasts forever. Undertaker will live on eternally. And then he says, "Well, here he is, the phenom." Blah 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 blah. Undertaker. Yeah. So twenty five minutes later. Twenty five minutes later, Undertaker actually starts talking between his entrance and all the all the piped in applause Vince said WWF too I know WWF and then WWE when I decided so to change a, it here, here's the thing they did with this so you know throughout the whole show in the Thunderdome they have all the people watching from home on the LEDs Taker comes out and he has this you know entrance with Tesla coils and lasers and like 8-bit versions of his song I guess it was the Tesla coils that were doing that um, and so he grabs the mic and in the background is still it looks like a cemetery on all the LED boards where the people usually are when they're watching the show. Yeah, yeah. But they have the the, the crowd sound piped in. Thank you, Taker. Yeah. All the cheers and stuff. And you're like, okay, we know that's not real. <laughs> and, he's, and he's pausing for it like you would in, a, in front of a real crowd. At least, with, at least with the fake noise in Thunderdome, 
there's the visual of people, so you might, you can sort of put that together. You could exactly. Mean, we, we know it's fake, but at least it's motivated fake. Exactly. So why they didn't go back? So either, because I even think it would have been more powerful, if you will, with no, none of the the crowd sounds. I mean, just remember the contract signing on SmackDown between Roman and Drew. How 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 intimate and real that felt because they didn't have them holding mics. It was just a conversation between two people. Yeah. Now I'm not suggesting you can't have you have Taker come out there with no mic, but you just if you're gonna take the fans out of Thunderdome, then don't pipe in the noise. It heightens the artificiality of the whole situation. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing, though. I kind of I kind of don't care. I'm just pointing it out because I think it's funny. I don't know that it wouldn't have come off as supremely awkward if there was no crowd noise. I think okay, then have, produ- then have the people on the on the on the trons then. Yeah, I mean that I probably would have preferred that. I probably would have preferred that, but like the graveyard looked cool. I don't know. I I mean look, this this clearly should have been in front of fans. I I see a lot of people on on Twitter really being into this. It's wrestling. It's all, you know, a, a production, a fabrication. Oh, yeah. So it it sounded great. It sounded like there were fans there. We know better. There's nobody there to motivate it. It was goofy because it's not in front of anybody. Uh, and then on top of that, over the past couple of days, which I think is great, you see him doing silly stuff on TikTok, on Cameo, yeah. on, on, you know, doing cooking stuff. I think it's all great for Mark Calloway that he spent, you know, basically 30 years staying in character and now he gets to let loose. I think that's terrific. Let um, me ask you this. Yeah. Let me ask you this. So what would have you preferred him saying his goodbye as Undertaker, as Mark Calloway, or a combination of both? We're gonna get we're gonna get either a combination of both or Mark Calloway at the Hall of Fame ceremony. Like and people have noted that as well that like you're gonna have fans like next time they do a Hall of Fame they're gonna they they're gonna have fans yeah there. Yeah, yeah yeah so yeah. you're gonna get and we'll, we'll get some sort of final farewell this was you know him in costume he we've all you know you and I were present you and I were present for really what should have been his retirement and it mm-hmm. was a very electric moment with the fans there and everything mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we've mm-hmm. had it already I get it this is 30 years that he since he debuted. Uh, they gave us everything they could give us. The great thing about Mark Calloway as well that we've noted in the documentary series that they did is that he liked the Boneyard match. He felt that that was an appropriate Mm -hmm. enough setting. Mm -hmm. He is not so stuck in the past that he doesn't recognize that the future has to go on, that shit has to go on. And so, you know, he's probably understanding, well, it's 30 years. Uh, this is a good time to end it. Yeah, they don't have yep. fans. That's just where we're at. He seems to yep. have a pretty good uh, perspective uh, on things. Perspective yeah. on things. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. And that was the show. He just said a couple sentences and he and he left. It's time for the Undertaker to rest in peace. He does the, his his Undertaker pose to a Paul Bearer hologram. Yeah, okay, so I'll be honest with you. If I had to change anything about this, I probably wouldn't have changed anything except for the Paul Bearer hologram. Interesting. I thought that was really goofy. Supremely goofy. (laughs) 
<laughs> but whatever. I, I, I think a lot of people really liked it. And I think a lot of mm-hmm. people, I think production wise, it, it hit the marks that it was supposed to, so to speak. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, and you know, hear people like you know Ed Fry says, "I love the hologram, the spider dance, and that was the coolest part." I, God bless you, that's awesome. If if it enhanced the experience for you, that's fantastic. Holograms yep. generally for me, I feel like they're goofy as hell. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, uh, that's gonna do it for us. Twitch chat, stick around. We'll answer some of your questions and hang out for a bit. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We totally appreciate it. Let us know what you guys thought in the comments below. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade live power rank, vintage 10 for the wins, and ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson.